Hey everybody, this week's guest is Sam Cornwell. This is show number 116. Sam comes to talk to us about his solar cans, and we want to wish everyone a happy Worldwide Pinhole Photography Day. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 116, and uh, as always, I'm joined by the ever so charming Andrew Bartram. And this week's guest, we have uh, Sam Cornwall from uh, SolarCan. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Okay, matey. Yeah. yeah how are you, good. Sam? I'm well. Thank you very much, Andrew and Corey. Yeah. But it's wonderful to have you here because uh, <clears throat> I'm really interested in the SolarCan stuff. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, I haven't got into it as much as... A lot of our listeners probably have. I keep meaning to go out and set a set a camera up, but I always just get sidetracked. So, you know, that I've, goes. Um, I've only met Sam once. Sam might, probably can't remember. But it was at the photography show in uh, Birmingham. Yeah, the photography Not... 2019. Does that be right? Uh, could be. <laughs> because it was it was cancelled the year after for, for obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was again this year. It was the year where I think Analog Wonderland perched. Did they perch on the end of your? Stand? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I invited them along, and because pa- Paul was, was just there by himself, really, wasn't he? Yeah, I was the. He was there with his with Mary. Was he? Uh, so I, I was the the big bird at the time, and brought Paul under my wing, and. It would be the other way around now, which is what we always expected to happen because he was growing ever so fast. But um, now you'll I'm be glad. under his table waiting for his crumbs to drop your way, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. But well, you know what they pleased with. But you know what they say, Sam: be nice to the people on the way up because you're going to be meeting them on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Paul, if you hear that, I'm not sure you're ever going to come back down from where you're going. But, but yes, I've heard that story before, and it stuck with me my entire mm. life. Actually, thinking, I wonder okay. if that will ever happen. Yeah. So I've, um, I think I bought two, or maybe I bought one and got one half price, or some dodgy deal you were doing at the time. And uh, I put one of them. Did I put, end up? No, I gave I gave one away because I thought that was the best thing to do. I gave it away to a young man who was being home educated and said, "Take this, read the book, and go and learn something." And I, I stuck mine on a drain pipe and left it there from the June to August, September, October, whatever that yeah. sort of time period is. You did know. it come out? How did you? It did it yeah, it did. Nice. Yeah, I had that classic, you know, the sun going up and coming down, and yeah. it had burnt. The ark, yeah, and it had burned in the, you know, the houses and things across the bottom of the garden and things like that. So it all seemed to, all seemed to work. I mean, the magic really comes in scanning it and trying to make sense of it. Then doesn't it? Because when you just look at it, it's, uh, you know, you need to put it in a computer and do some jiggery pokery with it. But we'll get Sam to explain that properly to us. Yeah, I'm sure jiggery, jiggery, jiggery pokery isn't really what you do to it. Well, no, I, so, I love to hear these stories that you say and uh, working back through it. And I don't hear enough stories of people's experience of when they open it up and, and okay. get the magical experience of seeing it. So right. I, when, you, when you're ready, I'll talk about that. Okay, excellent. Come 
so what we ought to just cover first between the three of us is because uh, this show is going out on well depends if i have good i am at trimming the beginning or the end or whether i give it to Corey to do it's going out on the saturday before the day before world uh, pinhole photography day 2022 so if you're listening to the, listening to this in 2024 you've mm. missed it but <laughs> have a have a good pinhole photography day 2024 mm. wherever you are um so Corey, what yeah. uh what what have you got planned uh, I have a roll that has probably four, maybe five shots left on my um, reality. Get my little six by six reality. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to finish that off. Um, I'd be interested to see what's on that. Is that roll has been there for probably a year now, and uh, I'm just going to go, just keep it with me. You know, I've been uh, I've been working out of town, and I'm only home on the weekends, so I try to yeah. spend as much time with family as I can you know so it'll be kind of just mixing both have you not been able to plonk that little six by six down somewhere while you're fixing roofs or replacing roofs or whatever you no not not at work it's 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 too much going on you know because I have to wear a have to wear a hard hat and a harness and all the PPE protection stuff and pants and gloves and steel toe boots you know so it's just it's just too much. Well, I'm pleased to hear you're wearing pants, but then Thanks. pants mean <laughs> pants mean something different to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta wear like these. I have to wear kind of like heavy heavy duty pants so that the the epoxy stuff we use doesn't soak through them onto your skin. You know, so you got to get like a little bit heavier pants, and it's really hot. So sounds kinky. It is <laughs> super kinky. <laughs> okay, but that's that's probably all I'm gonna be be kind of doing. Just trying to mix it in. Okay. Uh, with everything, I feel like it's it comes a little bit easier and it's a little more fun that way instead of like I gotta go out and take pictures and like you know, yeah, putting an hour blocking out an hour. What are you gonna do, Andrew? Well, I went out yesterday with because uh, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Hickford is here. In fact, while we speak, when I spoke to Sam yesterday, he was shouting abuse at Sam in the background. But Jimmy's, <laughs> uh, I've um, I've left Jimmy in the dark room. He brought some large format negatives with him, so I've given him a quick crash course on how to use the Devere 504 and I've left him in the darkroom so um, I said you go in there and stay out of my way while uh, while I'm talking <laughs> to Sam and Corey cool so we went out yesterday and I had uh, the reality so subtle six by 12 which had a roll of something color in it and I knew that but that's all I could remember <laughs> and I don't know how long it's been in there a bit like you uh, so I took that with me and I took the six by six f with a roll of hp5 because I'd found this old chapel you know a little old chapel and i'd stuck my head in it the week before and i thought oh this looks good for pinhole so we went back there and i exposed six or seven frames with a reality with a six by six and then i used the last two frames of the of the color in the six by twelve and jimmy had his uh hasselblad with him so he took some pictures on, on fp4 i think and um so i'm going to go back there tomorrow because the roll from the six by 12 which had been in there you know i don't know if you know that six by 12 did you have you ever had one what you know cory the um, no I or even or even sam 12. i've no idea what pinhole camera sam views will tell us in a minute so uh-huh. the, the the film takes a rather torturous path you know around these yeah the uh, posts. Fil- posts and then round the semicircular bit where the film so the film gets equal exposure as the 
Is that you James's know? six by twelve? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I had the six by seventeen. So, so you know, you know that, smaller, yeah. and of course, so what? Because the film had been in there so long and kinked around these posts, <laughs> it was when I got in the darkroom to load it into my um, Jobo reels because I was using the Jobo processor. It was a real so and so to load in, and I haven't had trouble loading a Roland one hundred and twenty into any reel for a long, long time. And I was on the verge of throwing this thing across the darkroom. I thought, no, no, you can do it. You're, you've had enough experience, you know. <laughs> yeah. And eventually, so I stuck at one to one side and got the other roll out. And that went on really easily. I thought, right, okay, it's definitely that kink, you know. Right. So, so there, it, it had dried, had it? Well, no, it just got set, you know. Just got set, yeah. Sam, you know. And there was, that, that was the only thing I could think of was this kink was somehow stopping. Because Jobo reels don't have the little ball bearings in like patterson uh, yeah. but, but they look like a patterson reel uh, and they're quite clever you sort of push the film under the two little uh, protruding um, wings that mm-hmm. these reels have and then just a little bit further on maybe an inch and a half there's a cutout section where you can feel the film and you can sort of use your fingers instead you of instead of ball it. bearings well you just you just hold on to the edges of the film and push it. It's yeah. very hard. It's oh, yeah. very easy to show, but difficult to describe. <laughs> anyway, um, it was a real pig. And in the end, I, I, I had probably three or four inches of film that I couldn't get in the reel. So I just cut it off. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> gave up and cut it. I've done that before. <laughs> so I ended up with one exposure of... I can't remember what was on it before, but I wasn't that interested because I'd forgotten. So if hmm. I've forgotten what was on there, how can I care? Right. So, but I knew these pictures from the chapel were on there. And one of them I got, so I, I clearly could see I'd nailed the exposure, um, but it had got so badly wrinkled and crinkled as I was trying to, you know, jemmy the Jimmy, this thing into the, uh, into the reel. So I'm going to go back tomorrow. That's, that's to, answer your question i'm going to go back tomorrow with a roller color film in the six by 12 and um and 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 just use that camera in that in that space and i'm going to do some of that funky stuff where i can just walk around different places inside the building you know so i get ghosts of me in there yeah and and, but i think the thing is when you use one of these cameras go out and use the whole film because otherwise if you leave it in there for like two years like i did it it goes kinky. Like you fun. end up with kinky images. That's a kinky episode. That's a kinky episode. <laughs> Sam, That's what cool. about you? Have you got any plans for um, pinhole yeah, photography? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I Excellent. have, of course. Well, sort of, not of course, but uh, I've got time to do it. It's a good job that it's a Sunday with the children. I've got uh, one of Steve's uh, Chroma cubes. Uh, so he's got this little oh. camera, which is called the Cube. Uh, yeah. So you, you may be aware of Chroma camera uh, started out making laser cut uh, large format cameras a few years ago. But la- at, towards the end of last year, he introduced a, a little 3D printed uh, uh, and designed. He's an incredible designer, uh, but uh, a little cube sized camera, which is a pinhole camera uh, that takes square format uh, images on 35mm and it's very delightful so I've loaded that up with some of uh, Cosmo Photo's uh, film so the other Steve who runs Cosmo Photo so that's got some 35mm in you're getting, and I'll be taking it out This is like, what's those films where you suddenly see a picture of an Apple sign or a, a Nike sign <laughs> a fil- 
you do, you're doing well. <laughs> Some product placement. <laughs> product placement. That's it. Yeah. Go. Yeah. It's okay. I'm only teasing well, I can, you. I, I can carry on because <laughs> because up here I've got an on-do camera and I was thinking about loading that up with some double film or JCH film. <laughs> <laughs> but I will definitely be taking this out and uh, having a play with it because I've been meaning to uh, do some example shots on that because I purchased a whole bunch of him which I I helped us uh, I hope to send sell through the the soda can store which we can talk about later and obviously i've got i've got my own pinhole cameras here which are slightly uh different to normal film photography because they're solography ones and i've got the puck which i've introduced recently and uh the original soda can classic which will be going out doing some different experiments uh there's the the, the thing to note at the moment with regards to the sun though uh, when we're talking about uh, solography, is the sun's getting very high in the sky at the moment, so you have to make adjustments when you're when you're looking for that that solar path that we could talk about a bit later. But I'll be doing yeah. some practicing with them. But uh, as long as it's sunny tomorrow, I mean, it, it needs <laughs> it needs to be a lovely bright day. If it's not, then uh, the puck and the solar can can stay at home, and I'll just be taking out the uh, the cube and the undo. Cool. So I'm, uh, I know Steve's working on a 120 version of the cube. I only know that because Simon Forster told me the other day when I was talking to him. And, yeah. uh, Steve, Steve could, uh, he could invent anything, I'm pretty sure. It's incredible. <laughs> He's an amazing designer or an, an engineer. I, I tell him this, so... If you're listening, Steve, hello. Uh, <laughs> I say he's an incredible engineer or designer. He's just an awful salesperson, and uh, he's the, the the Johnny Ive of of uh, cameras in the UK. Really, he's absolutely brilliant at designing. He really is, and if you all the things he's got on his uh, site is remarkable. I, I, you know, if you get yourself a um, Corey one of those Mamiya Press lenses. Then mm-hmm. he's got a myriad of different designed cameras for different formats mm. that that you can utilize that sort of lens, not just those, but some others as well. Sure. That's cool. And uh, you know, as well as handheld four by five cameras as well, the snapshot cameras, and of course, his um, what he started with with his uh, chrome chroma uh, chroma camera, the four by five. You know, yeah. I've seen. Um, I've had hands on those because Neil Piper came here to a workshop with uh, with his, and uh, I've seen Simon's lurid, lurid, lurid orange one, which is um, which... Oh, he, the one he designed for me is is gold and white, oh dear. It's, you know, reflective gold and white, and we we call it Kanye. It's a beautiful, a beautiful little thing, but it doesn't come out of the box much anymore these days. No. Quite right too. You get arrested. <laughs> okay, well that sounds fun. Um, yeah. I I have to say the cube looks beautiful. It, it should be. I told Steve it should be in a design museum, really, and it looks really well made. But a uh, thirty-five millimeter and pinhole photography, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. Bring out the one twenty, um, and then I'm in. But thirty-five uh, <laughs> millimeter. How does um? How do, what does the frame? How does the frame counting work on it, uh, Sam? You got a little uh, clicker. I, I I can't. Yeah. Yes. So it's there's not a clicker, but you, it's got a winder at the top and a little right. line, so you know when it's done. A complete square. Because uh, uh, that's a that's a that's a 
engineering feat in itself, isn't it? Designing wind-ons for 35mm film to yeah. get spacing right. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a genius. He's an absolute genius. Uh, and yeah, don't forget, so you've got, the, instead of 27 exposures, you're getting, I don't know. Yeah. Well, 20, 20, <laughs> 20, 20, 24, 24 squared, I guess, 24 mil squared, something like that. Yeah, you get too many. It's, it's nearly as it's nearly as soul destroying as uh, Six, half 60, frame. Sixty frames. <laughs> All right, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> you could always use those 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 ten exposure things from uh, where are they from that Poundland shop. Do you remember they started doing ten? They did. They were, but it was really expensive, frame for frame, wasn't it? Yeah, like two two pound a roll. It was. I guess yeah. it's not expensive in context these days. But no, I haven't actually checked. Are they still selling that stuff then? Because the, they did away with the color plus or whatever it was, or the Agfa Vista stuff, didn't yeah, they? They, they get used it to sell. No. Yeah. And then they introduced this other stuff with ten shots a roll on for a pound. Yeah, which two. is almost insulting. I I just felt insulted by it. So it. They're, they're, <laughs> It had half the amount of exposures on it as twice the price, but it was still like <laughs> it's still cheaper than anything on the market available. Today. Well, now it might well be. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. They've still got it. Yeah. No, I, I haven't been in for a long time. So I used to buy it purely for um, red scaling, you know. So I'd wind it backwards and yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and use that, and I and I got some great results with the old Agfa Vista stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so what I'll just do then is, um, if you don't mind, I'll share some of our Facebook group friends have said what they're planning to do. I'll, I'll read a, I'll, I'll give a few shout outs. Uh, the, the ever lovely and internet, uh, uh, no, I was going to say internet friend. She's not really, she, what is she, a YouTuber, isn't she? Jess Hobbs. I don't know if you follow Jess, uh, Corey. She says she's going uh, out with her. my Scura 6x6. That sounds like something from the Italian mafia, doesn't it? <laughs> and uh, find stuff to shoot. Uh, so she's in the state somewhere. Nick, uh, Nick, who's like the what is he? He's the admin, isn't he? For mm-hmm. Nick uh, Voracek, who's former mm-hmm. guest on the show. He says um, he's going out to take pictures, and then he's going to upload it to the gallery at uh, pinholeday.org before the end of June. I think he was getting an advert in, really. Mm. So don't forget, folks, if you take a pinhole picture and you like it, put your favourite at. Pinhole for t- pinhole day dot org before the end of June. So even you, Sam, will have time to finish that <laughs> roll of thirty-five millimeter film. All, se- all seventy-five shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might have a long grey beard at the end of it. Yeah, right. Um, Lillian Sly says she's planning an out an outing with someone new to pinholery. Oh, that's good. So she's really? she's going to introduce somebody and. Uh, a uh, friend of the show, Andrew Atkinson, who runs the Pinhole Facebook group, and also uh, along with Ian Burton, you might remember Ian being on the mm-hmm. show, Corey. He, they they used to do pinhole workshops together. Yep. She's meeting up with uh, he's meeting up with Wendy Chapman, cool. another guest of the show in yeah. in Morecambe. Hello, Wendy. Hello, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Height is uh, on the Pembrokeshire coast. If anyone wants to come along. It's a bit yeah, of a long fun. way for me, Chris, I'll tell you. Uh, P-O-R-I-R, Jensen, uh, will be my first pinhole day, so I'm going to go and find something interesting. Get close. Jimmy Hickford, who's currently in my darkroom, said he's not sure, but he's at an amateur radio event on Sunday. Hmm. So he might take his RSS along. That'll be fun. Heather Palachek, who's been on the show. She's having a... New Joyzy Pinhole Club. A, a Joyzy? 
Jersey. A meet-up in the afternoon, then going to an exhibit in Philadelphia. Heather, I have not forgot about the X-ray film I told you I'm going to send you. Oh, he has. I'll get it out he, has. he has. I have it. He's long on promises and short on delivery, <laughs> Heather. It's a humongous box, and it's coming your way, I promise. <laughs> oh, in Portland, I'm hoping to get to Portland in a few years' time, because uh, you can get the Amtrak, can't you, Corey? And it's mm. called the Empire Builder Route or something. Have you done any Amtrak Amtracking train across America, uh, Sam? Uh, I've driven an RV from uh, Prince Edward Island to Vancouver. I've cool. done a road trip from Chicago to Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real and, Boston. Well, what, I went what? Boston then, to, all the way to the right-hand side of the coast, uh, right. the right-hand side of the US. Uh, where else have I done road trips? There's one that I'm missing. Oh, yeah. So uh, Niagara, no, Toronto to Niagara to Indianapolis. You did one through the small, what you referred to on Flickr, on one of your Flickr sites, through small town America, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Been through small town America. Yeah, very small town. Uh, America is, uh, I've been many, many times and I love the place, but there's a real dichotomy of people over there, isn't there? So you're in the city and it's one world and then you're in the small towns and the radio station is nothing but God and Trump. And it's very, very, very unusual or jarring to to a European, I guess. But you made it. You made you made it out alive. You weren't kind of held up at shot point and raped. I I fell asleep in my car once, and and I think I stupidly got out this car because I saw this this police truck, police car, pull up opposite me about thirty yards away, and I thought, right, I'm just going to go sort this out. So I. I got out of my car and just walked straight towards the police car and he got out of his car with the lights on and he picked his gun up and I was, really? uh, Oops. I just, Did I he just thought froze. you were going there to <laughs> well, do something I, to I, him. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, look, dude, uh, I couldn't find the, uh, I probably didn't say dude, but I said, <laughs> uh, I, I, I couldn't find the next motel. I'm just, I, I can't drive. I'm yeah. really tired. So, uh, <laughs> American police, you go in last direction, you end up being tasered and uh, handcuffed <laughs> and, thrown across to, the bonnet of the car you got to move yeah. really slow <laughs> Lot, lots of stories about american police over there I've been stopped yeah. more times i've been i've uh, been many times and i've driven tens of thousands of miles throughout the u.s uh, excellent enjoy it well that's almost a podcast in itself mm-hmm. anyway um who else um, earl johnson the league of upper midwest pinholers is meeting for brunch. Cool. That's like some sort of secret society, isn't it? I wonder if you have to have a roll your trouser leg up or something. Tell us more. It sounds familiar, actually. I'm sure we've had someone on who's a member of the League of Upper Midwest Pinholders. Anyway, they're meeting for brunch and shooting in the Stone Arch Bridge stroke St. Anthony Falls area of Minneapolis, hmm. Minnesota. Cool. Minnesota's kind of in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? Minnesota. I accept, um, is that kind of flat prairie land, Minnesota, or am I? Uh, I? It seems like the southern part of Minnesota is just on the edge of that, but as you go north and you head towards Canada, it kind of starts to get a little bit more hillier, you know. Okay. Anyway, he expects eight or ten intrepid pinholists, and the weather will no doubt be crappy. <laughs> the lovely Sam Warner, who's got obsessed with large format cameras, 
recently. I'm not sure where I'm shooting, but I have multiple cameras to check. See, you don't want to be using that term in America, Sam. Stop saying you're going out shooting. You'll get those policemen after you. <laughs> Um, Create an art. Anyway, so <laughs> loads of different people. Chris Paragoy, who Mr. Pinhole Blender, he's got mm -hmm. five, oh, five solography cameras. He didn't say solar cans. Oh. These sound like homemade ones, so clearly they won't work very well. Five solography cameras <laughs> up. He's had them up since the winter solstice. Oh, that's cool. And I plan to open them on Sunday. Each was that's aimed it. at yeah. each was aimed at the rising. Hang on, the rising or setting sun, rising or setting sun, last mm -hmm. December, with a special object to be revealed when I post them. Cool. That's I hope they remain. Anyway, that sound. Then there's more on there. I'm not going to read them all out because we'll be uh, up, we'll be an hour, and we wouldn't have even talked to Sam. I <laughs> know. <laughs> so, Sam, tell us all about yourself and uh, how you, uh, what you, and your love of photography, if indeed that is a love of yours, or maybe it's I just pinhole. Yeah, tell us all about that and how it all led up to Solar Can. And I could so give you a very so brief history. Yeah, very brief, brief history. history. You've got uh, uh, half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm. I guess where do I start? I'm 41. I've got two children. I live in the Scottish borders. Uh, I moved up here from the south of England, which is why I don't have a Scottish accent. Uh, educated in Edinburgh University, uh, uh, Newport, Wales, uh, University for Photography and Portsmouth. So three different mm. unis. And uh, I've been, I guess, doing photography to a level of professionalism for uh, between 15 and 20 years. So just uh, under 20, but... Uh, interesting in photography my entire life of so course. Jimmy's just interrupt you there if I may so what when you say you've been doing it professionally this is aside from your solar can business that started off of, you know six seven eight years ago so how, how does that work for you the professional side of it what is it is it commercial photography is it uh, editorial uh, weddings you know fine art no yeah yeah well uh, I'd call it pictorial rather than Would fine you? art because mm -hmm. I'm really never sure where where the, the fine art line no, lies no. perhaps yeah. I, I only don't know where it lies because i've never passed it but no, i'm uh, def definitely pictorial so before i was able to sort of establish some sort of narrative or or learning in photography uh, which i was taught at university i guess so i went to university late uh, as a photographer so i was earning money as a photographer between 2005 and uh, 2000 nine and then in 2009 i went to university to study photographic art thinking this will be easy i'm yeah. just going to uh, enjoy this course because i want to do university i want to have fun there and well i don't know within two or three months my my entire brain had been rewired and i'm lucky really because it opened up so many new possibilities and uh, it was sort of uh, spiritual awakening for photography for me so I was always wow. trying to try things different and do things unusually and the university gave me a space and tutors and colleagues that would enjoy you know the experimentation of things that I was always trying to do rather than just I was sick of pictorial I was sick of making a beautiful image uh, which I felt when I started photography, I think as everyone does, you take your camera out and you feel like this, this camera is this tool that you can share beautiful parts of the world with other people. And it's, it slowly becomes your job to share how beautiful the world could be through the eye of your camera. And I'd reached a stage to think, well, 
I'd suddenly, as all photographers do, you you start collecting more and more gear. You've got enough to fill three different camera bags up, and <laughs> the more gear you got, the the less <clears throat> photographs you start taking, and. Uh, it felt like every photographer goes on this journey eventually at one point in their lives. And I had to reset. So I gave up my full frame cameras, my, my big daddy cameras, I guess. And I bought a bunch of uh, uh, disposables. Yeah. So disposable Fuji, Fuji film snaps, quick, quick shot cameras, quick snaps. I think they were called. Uh, I saw them on sale in a shop. Uh, in Cornwall, not not spelt like my name, so it's at the south, the south of the UK. Uh, just after I got married, and there was 127 or 137 cameras stacked on this uh, on this counter in Morrison's, and it said one pound with free developing. And I looked mm. at my wife, and she sort of nodded, and I bought 137 cameras with free developing. So oh, uh, that's cool. that, that, yeah, that seems great, and. What what this what what this entailed was the fact that these had free developing. You had to use them within nine months. That's one hundred and thirty-seven, <laughs> uh, all with thirty exposures ish on each camera that you had to use in nine months. So that became my main camera, and it was really liberating. I stopped caring about what I was taking photographs of, or stopped caring about the composition so much, and was able to reset to becoming a more natural flow of just snapping anything that looked fun or close and you still applied some rules which become inherent to photography the longer you've used cameras like uh, you, you can see a nice juxtaposition you get in close you turn the flash on etc but yeah I used all 137 cameras got the last one developed in December and had a roll of rolls of uh, 4,000 plus Ooh. images which i'm still going through now and it's really really fun and it sort of spawned this idea in my head that it's okay to take crap photographs uh, which a lot of photographers uh, get to a stage which i don't believe the pinhole crowd are uh, part of because i think they're way past this they, they they're lucky in a sense uh, but uh, the, the the traditional type of photography you might see on facebook who basically they have a facebook page that says let's say Sam Cornwell photography, that sort of photographer, uh, are, are able to reset and uh, find their way again with just disposable cameras, which I was lucky with. And I enjoyed that. And it had a rebirth for me with able to, to change the idea of what photography was for me. And that started, that started, maybe that's just part of a really peculiar journey because I was shooting a lot of Instax and Polaroid before that. I've always preferred Polar, uh, Instax to Polaroid uh, because of the, the vivid colours that you get. And it was cheaper at the time. And uh, I don't know if anyone remembers the Instax Y200, but it was quite comical to carry. I had an Instax. I've still got one. Hmm. Yeah, super got, comical. Uh, well, I, I, my first one was the Instax Wide 100. The only yes, difference yeah. is the flash is slightly offset from the, yeah, the 100. Had it in the middle, I think, and the 200 just to one side. I've still got it. It looks like a... A thing from um, oh, one of those early learning center. Yeah, you know? child's toy, doesn't it? But it works. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I did a big, big old project on that. Thousands and thousands of images. Uh, so where did I go from the whole uh, 137 disposables? Uh, I, I did. I did move on from it, and I tried other things, and I got 
deeply back into digital photography. Is that a bad word? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Curry's, uh, most of Curry's pinhole photography is digital at the moment, I think. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. Uh, so digital uh, and what happened with the 5D Mark II, we're talking about Canon here and everything post from that, uh, was the, the, the sensitivity to light. And then suddenly people started realizing that half the day was the night and you could take hmm. photographs of the starry sky. So hmm. I got uh, deeply into... Uh, uh, stargazing and taking photos of the night sky and that led to astronomy and a, an interest in that with something I've always wanted to get interested in but I never had a uh, a door that I could walk through but I found someone who helped me and showed me how to work a telescope and and where to find things and this this story does lead somewhere so uh, no it's fascinating carry on so uh, that in 2000 and 12 i think there was a uh, a big event on in, in the astronomy world it was called the transit of venus so venus the, the second planet from the sun was passing in front of the sun from the viewpoint of the earth mm. so we'd see this dot on the yeah. sun so this tiny mm. tiny dot and this only happens once every i'm going to get it wrong i'm going to say 112 years i'm probably going to get it wrong uh, mm. so we're not going to see it again and this was the last chance and i took uh a few friends and a very long lens and a camera up there, you know, because it was part of what I was into in astronomy and photography uh, at 6 a.m. in the morning up to a mountain in Wales to hopefully catch it. And lots of other people turned up. And anyway, cut a long story short, uh, just just as the clouds were breaking and the sun was rising, 6 a.m. in the morning, I captured this snap of the, uh, the, the Venus taking a bite out of the sun. And it was a really eth ethereal shot. And I was very pleased with it, but I thought it would go no further. But Chris Lintott uh, of, you know, Sky at Night, etc., and that sort of thing, um, persuaded me to enter it into the uh, Astronomy Photography of the Year. And that won an award there, which wow. catapulted my uh, confidence, really. Uh, so it took me to work a, at an observatory. So my photography career kind of was level playing with my astronomy career. So I started working at the observatory, which is close to where I live now, Kilda Observatory. So that, that's where it led to eventually because of that hmm. uh, confidence that it gave me. And when I finally ended there, I needed to look for something else to work on. Mm -hmm. I, I did a, a tours in... Uh, in Africa, so stargazing tours over there that was Ooh, delightful. Funny. And uh, eventually, what what came along one day was the, you know the idea of solography, which has been around since uh, nineteen ninety nine or two thousand ish. Uh, to get to where we are today, so a real fast forward through it. Uh, a guy called Howard, who I'm friends with on Twitter, was making some, and I thought oh, it's about time I got round to making some of these. So. Uh, that's where it started. So that's that's where like my pre solarcan uh, ends and solarcan starts. So mm. uh, I, I got addicted incredibly quickly, and and realised there was there was this thing about this solography world and solography community that was I I, I don't I don't want to use the wrong term, so, but it felt like I wanted to teach people how to do it. I think uh, I, I don't want to use the term gatekeeping because uh, that's definitely not the the right one. But it, I, I as an established photographer, had been shooting for fifteen years, 
still couldn't get my head around how solography worked. And I think that's because I was a photographer and had this idea about traditional rules in photography. And how can you do this without, uh, how, how can this work without chemical processing? Uh, how is this going to work? Uh, I've got questions. Is this is lamppost going to get in the way. Uh, is, is the moon going to appear? All these different questions that I had and I couldn't find the answers to. And I thought the only way I'm going to be able to figure this out is by doing this myself and only because I've got my own dark room and I've got my own tools and I have some familiar understanding of photography that I can figure this out. And I thought it would be a good idea to make this more accessible to people who didn't have that experience and knowledge in photography. Sam, uh, just let me just hand. let me just stop you. Let me just stop you there, if I may. Sorry to interrupt. And just take you back, so that anyone listening to this, we've used a few terms like solography. Mm-hmm. I know what you kind of know what you're talking about. I'm hoping you'll explain how it all works, how the magic works. Uh, but what what are we talking about? There were these people who were out there practicing solography. You know, that would be like practicing witchcraft. I think really. Uh, and you stumbled across them and there was this Howard guy who was into it. What What is solography and what sort of equipment were they using? Oh, okay. Okay. Solography is a type of uh, photography that is uh, very specific to pinhole. Uh, so the most traditional form you'll see, it's, a, it's been a workshop technique, I call it, for many years, uh, where... Uh, you'd go to a workshop with someone who knew how to do solography and they'd, they'd help you put together a camera. And the camera would traditionally be called a beer can pinhole solography camera, quite a mouthful, uh, <laughs> where you put a bit of photographic paper, so not photographic film, like lit, actual paper, so resin-coated photographic paper, inside, let's say, <coughs> a, Foster's, a Foster's can or something like that or... or Old speckled object. hen. Old speckled hen would be better because I don't want to. I don't want to drink uh, Foster's. Thank you very much. Or, or red stripe. The first <laughs> ones I uh, I did. I used a, a Sainsbury's own brand because that's the cheapest ones that I could find. And I can tell you that all eight cans went down the sink because uh, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't very delightful. But I dried them out and uh, I cleaned them. I opened them up so they were all smart. And I I put the photographic paper in and drilled the holes and or pin, pinched the holes at the time with a, a little pin. So how does this work? How's this uh, a camera, etc.? Well, the sun's light is so remarkably bright and more importantly hot that when it when it passes through that pinhole and it hits the photographic paper on the inside, it burns a light onto that photographic paper. It burns a line onto that photographic paper. And because the photographic paper is uh, sensitive to light, uh, it changes uh, changes colour. So, in a sense, mm. uh, if you're doing solography, you're hacking the idea of what photographic paper is. Uh, a photographer uh, who uses darkroom will, will tell you: do not take the photographic paper out of the darkroom. You know, keep it in the bag. You've got to keep it yeah. safe. Uh, otherwise, it will get fogged. Uh, you don't use it in that sense uh, with solography. You let the uh, uh, and I do this in the workshops that we run here up in Hoyk in the Scotch Borders. If someone comes round, the first thing we show them is photographic paper. And we put some objects onto that photographic paper and we take it outside and let the sun's rays burn that photographic paper, take it back into the, 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 the darkened room, the red room that we have. And we remove the objects off and we see it's created this 
this image uh, where it's solarized part of the paper, but other parts of the paper uh, have been left blank where the objects were. Now, we, then we say we can do that. We can turn this technique the other way around by uh, by using the pinhole to focus the sun uh, where it is in a certain position in the sky in relation to the photographic paper inside. And after days, weeks, months, or years, uh, you take that photographic paper out and you, you can see that an image has formed on that photographic paper. You can take it out in a house with the lights on and it won't suddenly vanish or disappear because that sort of fogging uh, where it solarizes takes time. Uh, and then to really complete the magic, you, you take a photo of it digitally or scan it and inverse it. And, uh, and it has that traditional blue color that you see with the sun's arc. Now, how that interested me, it, it, it ticked so many boxes for me. It ticked photography, it ticked uh, experimental, it ticked astronomy, it ticked artist art. Uh, and it was just a, a lovely thing to get involved in. And uh, I thought, you know what, these will sell on Etsy. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> so I, I built some uh, and I went back to, to town and I bought some Foster's cans instead of uh, the Sainsbury's ones because I was trying to be posher. I mean, not as posh as Old Speckled Head, but still. <laughs> and I, uh, uh, I, I made uh, probably sixteen of these or a dozen. I can't remember. And I put them on Etsy for sale, and and I sold none. None sold, and I was, I was disappointed <laughs> because I'd sold stuff on Etsy before. I was disappointed that maybe I wasn't explaining it right, and maybe it was a marketing error. And that's where that was the moment where I thought, right. I'm going to turn this into a product that people can use and really enjoy and understand telegraphy because it does feel that there is a there is a leap that you have to take from photography to telegraphy or if you don't know anything about uh, uh, photography at all uh, to understand how something so simple could be so effective and yeah. if anything has taught me over the past five years it's that the hardest person to explain what a solar can does which is what we call the beer camping hole photography camera the hardest type of person to explain what it does is a photographer Photographer, yeah. it's all like, like so, a child understands it somebody who, <laughs> yeah, somebody who doesn't know photography understands it, astronomer understand it, a photographer their mind will go blank, hold on, no that, there's no way that can work they, there's something yeah. Don't you have unusual. to fix it or develop it yeah, or fix yeah, it? Yeah. Well, yeah. where's the fix it? Where's the develop? No, no, no. It's so, so simple. So uh, I, I love this, this, it, this idea that it comes with a manual so they can read through and they, oh. Well, they the, don't the, the have manual. They embarrassed about I think, asking. Yeah. I think what, what you did from your sort of sticking a, effectively a beer can with a hole and expecting people to give you money for it, you know, they were never going to do that, <laughs> were they? And, no, no, but no, no. what you did, you took that idea and you made it, you know, the book in itself that comes with these things, I don't know if it's changed since the one I had, is worth buying a solar can for. You know, the, the, the book in itself is brilliant, you know, and yeah, you've got a, and it's, yeah. yeah, it's a lovely thing. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, so, and then, so, so I'm yeah. not surprised it took off. Well, yeah, it, uh, so there's ph photographers who are, for want of a better word again i'm no i'm no good with words uh well, you're not doing badly well, <laughs> well <laughs> that, that, that i've told the story a few times <laughs> where yeah. maybe let's say embarrassed P 
because they've been a photographer for say 20 years but they can't understand how this works they can just purchase this product and they don't have to ask someone else for advice whereas they've spent the last 10 years giving advice to other people I, I don't know if you feel like this with your craft if any photographers are out there and understand how that feels so it just uh it, it it really simplified the process and uh and it introduced new people into this amazing uh world of photography astronomy physics uh and, and everything else that comes with it uh it really it can't get more simple so i think that this this catchphrase we're almost starting to use now it's the world's simplest camera because hmm. it can't, can't really be more simple than that and it's mind blowing to people and it's lovely to see uh, people get their results and be like, wow, it worked. I wasn't expecting this. And then to read back through the image, just like when you're talking about, you see all this, you see the solar curve, you, you see where the sun was at its lowest point and then the sun at its highest point. You think, oh, I didn't tilt it up high enough because I've cropped off part of the sun or I can see objects in the foreground, etc." and you just see how it works and with that you have this light bulb moment where you understand a bit more about photography and astronomy and the seasons and and all the rest uh, mm. so when the when the what sort of fun things so you've got one solar can or you can buy yourself multiple solar cans what are some of the fun things you can do with it and if you're just starting off with one what and you want to not disappoint somebody what would you say to to, to do with it where where to put it and when uh if you have a soda can on your shelf and you've never been sure what to do with it, uh, the best place to put it out is right now. So mm -hmm. don't worry about the location. Uh, it's good. I've seen some of the best images I've seen are from people's backyards. Uh, the, the location is really secondary to importance. Just make sure it's facing the sun's direction. So if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, which I suppose some people... Shout out to the people of the Southern Hemisphere that listen to this podcast. Hello. Uh, you you want to face north because that's where the sun is. And mm -hmm. up here with us in the UK or America, uh, you're looking south. So get out of your compass, find out which way is south. You'll see, ah, oh, that's the way the sun passes across the sky. If that wasn't already a thing that you understood. And you know to face your solar can in the pinhole in that direction and just let it do its work. And you effectively, you could say you're taking a photograph or you could say to yourself, I'm, I'm doing an experiment and I'm learning something. In fact, the, the cable ties that come with them now say, science experiment, do not touch. Yeah, and this isn't, have you not got one that says this isn't a bomb? <laughs> no, no, no. I think on the side of the solar can classic, which is the silver one, the classic one that you've seen before, it will say something that alludes to that. Uh, I've got one over here. I'll go grab it. Step over here. Something about setting up your solar can. Uh, uh, I don't know where it says. It says somewhere. Oh yes. Yes, here we go. Number two, setting up your posts. Seek permission for the location you intend to install your solar can. Mm. Uh, a silver tube mounted in a public location can spook the authorities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, very much. And I believe there has been stories of solography cameras being blown up by uh, <laughs> oh bomb disposable squads who... Uh, who weren't aware of what they were meant to be looking at. So it, it's something, it, 
I mean, we joke, but you do have to pay attention to that. So always ask permission yeah. where it where it pops up, etc. Uh, yeah. And how long? How long do you have to leave it out? I guess it depends on the weather. But is there a, if you've got sort of uninterrupted sun over a week? You know, you're off for school holidays or you're half term or whatever, and the sun is out. It's June. It's July. Probably not half term yeah. then. What What's the minimum time you you need to leave it out? One pass of the sun would that do anything? Yes, one day would be. The minimum amount of time. It would have to be a bright, sun, sunny day. Mm-hmm. The sun would have to pass through the frame, but it would work. And that would be your experiment that you'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say optimal is six months, yeah. specifically because it's solstice to solstice. So when the sun right. is at the lowest part of the sky to when the sun is at the highest part of the sky. You um, want to get the most tracks across the top of your frame? Yeah. And For the solstice, I mean solstice to solstice? Yeah, that's part of the astronomy to it. So it's, a, a, it's an astro camera if you like. Uh, so you capture the, the lowest part of the sun to the very highest part of the sun. And uh, then you can look back through it and see all the different seasons that are there. And you'd always be surprised at how much sun there is. Uh, if you think, oh, I don't live in a very sunny place, it still fills out. It really, really does fill out. And you learn a lot of stuff as well when you, when you look back through it and you think, ah, oh, I see how it's captured stuff. It makes a lot of sense. You get a, a light bulb moment, as I say. Uh, but a single day would be enough. And I guess that brings us to to the puck, uh, because the, mm. the puck is designed to be a good single day, a grab-and-go uh, camera. So the puck is a new camera we, we recently launched. Uh, yeah. that's, I, I, I wouldn't say replaces the Sodacan Classic, but we'll see how the next few months go. It could, it could become the main product, because... Uh, let me tell you, the puck, which we sort of pre- pre-launched for Black Friday as a kind of like a fun thing to do, turned into something, a monster, uh, like of a of a success story, I guess. Uh, and I took it on holiday just to have a play with one of the retail ones that we'd, we'd been shipping out. And it was so much fun. It was really fun to use. Uh not putting down the soda can classic, but the soda can classic is something you put up and then you have to look at for the next six months. Okay, so tell us what <laughs> tell us what a puck is for those. Who okay, yes, don't okay. Have so a, this... a pucking clue. <laughs> yeah, maybe we have to cho- include some images with a podcast to make sense of this. Some people might. No, you have to paint pictures. Baffled. Paint yeah, pictures okay. with words, Sam. Crack on. I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. So, uh, it, it, opposed to the soda can classic, which is a four hundred and forty mil. Uh, aluminium vessel. Uh, The puck is a much smaller, and as the name would imply, size of a hockey puck type Mm -hmm. of camera. Uh, In uh, November last year, Black Friday was upon us, and I said to Gemma, who's full-time at SolarCan, hey, I'm going to launch this as a Black Friday special. Uh, We've had this idea for well over a year now, and uh, we've done some tests with it. Uh, let's say if anyone makes a certain amount of purchases on the soda can website over Black Friday weekend, they get a free puck. And oh, good <laughs> grief, good grief! I was not prepared for what happened. Uh, I, I launched mm. it on the Thursday night or something, and it it was picked up by blogs that I'd never heard of before, like big ones, really, really big ones. And it 
it went crazy and it was the best day we'd had in the history of soda can over five years uh i was expecting maybe 20 20 if we were lucky we had hundreds hundreds we had to and all these people they were expecting it by Christmas, of course, oh. because, you know, it's a month away from Christmas. So I had a few days to completely uh, improve the production value, I guess, of the soda can puck. So is it a standard that people who've never heard of soda can before and have just been introduced to the world of photography or solography uh, who are making these purchases wouldn't be let down? Uh, by the blogs that had sent them to them so we improved things like this it had a very tiny cute little manual in it uh had uh nicer packaging so i think we did fairly well but we got seven hundred several hundred out there before christmas and i'm very pleased with that so then i had to do some real reflecting and thinking of this like it's it's so popular but you know we're all about about this soda can classic that's what that's what we do but then I gave it a real try, a real shot myself. I, I took it to uh, Lanzarote in early January. And I thought, let's see what single day exposures are like. And I did took three single day exposures and they, it completely blew my mind how easy and smart and lovely and useful it was to use. And I don't want to say it was addictive. Yes, I do. It was very, very addictive. Uh, I've taken hundreds since they're so easy to set up there's they're, they're more inconspicuous they're easier to find a place to hang or mount if you like uh they look they look the part they can they can be placed on street furniture like uh let's say lampposts or road signs and not attract attention like a 440 mil solar can classic would okay. and uh I, I had to say to Jen, look, I think we've got to make this a, a full, full on product. So, I think we really, we've got to spend all our time every single day from then. We, we spent every day developing this and turning it into the black puck that you see black. now with the debossed letters, uh, uh, making sure we had enough exposures with each one, making sure we could do the packaging, make sure the right accessories yeah. and stuff. And we launched it four days ago, three days ago on Kickstarter. And it's been another whirlwind the last few days. So I have a question for you, Sam. Sure. I'm looking at the puck right now <clears throat> on my screen, and I understand why you did it, but anyone looking at them, kind of explain a little bit why the hole isn't dead in the center of the puck. You know, like it's kind of like a rise. Yeah, 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 good, good question. Uh, so the solography and what the solar can camera does is capture the path of the sun. So uh, the sun is the brightest part of any anywhere you look. You, you're not going to look at. You could stare at your light bulb for an hour, and it's not going to hurt your eyes like it would stare at the sun for half a second. Uh, and what that alludes to is that the sun is always above the horizon. So everything that's under the horizon line. Uh, is kind of pointless to be captured yeah. unless it's something reflective. Uh, so what we found over the years of testing is that most images by people who are starting for the first time will find out or they'll see that uh, that the the results they get the, the the bottom half of the image is completely black mm -hmm. or dark, and the top half of the image is 
mostly filled with the sun's rays. Now, mm -hmm. by placing the pinhole a bit higher up, uh, either on the soda can, which we did with the soda can colours, which was a, a, an additional product, uh, or the soda can puck, you are focusing more of the camera if, if it is placed in a, uh, a vertical position. So the orientation angled, of it. Yes, right. uh, if it's uh, yeah orientated like vertically, uh, you're capturing more of the sky. You're capturing like uh, at least uh, uh, three fifths uh, up to a, a three quarters of the sky, as opposed to half the ground, half the sky. And uh, for for the early tests we've done, it's been much much better than placing the pinhole right in the centre of, of yeah. that uh, of, of that object. So it's very cool. uh, specifically placed there getting the most bang for your buck <laughs> well yeah and the, it, it's really lovely you, you just pop it out and it's so much quicker and i say that kind of tongue-in-cheek because it's still a day <laughs> yeah. a day is a long time to take a photograph even in yeah, the right. world you leave it up for a day and as the second the sun comes down has, has gone below the horizon you could open it up and you could go oh that's great or oh no, that I, I should have faced it the other way, or I understand how it works now. And you can just adjust it, pop another bit of photographic paper in that it comes with, and uh, and leave it again for the next day. And uh, so, so then you could actually like once you, with the pinhole being offset like that, you could even turn it sideways and try different things with it. You know, instead of it being at the top, you know, absolutely know. experiment. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's all the experimenting and there's we've done lots of experimentations with the classic in that sense like uh, if we orientate it different ways uh what sort of result we're going to get we could probably do some fancy 3d modeling to to work this stuff out but it's so much more yeah. fun just to do it as a hands-on tool and experiment yeah. Uh, but yeah you could you, you could go as far as in the back of the soda can manual on page maybe eight or nine, uh, no later than that, 13. It's got tips and tricks. Uh, so tricks that you can do uh, with mm. any soda can. And uh, you'll find one of them is uh, place it on an object that moves. So you'll get an ethereal sort of image, uh, maybe on a swing or yeah. something, a rope or something. Just, just if you want to see an unusual image come out or place it in the back of your car, if you drive That's around. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, on your dashboard. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Will, uh, will, will Gudgeon will soak these up, won't he? Mm -hmm. He's always putting. Do you know Will? Um, I don't know Will, no. Well, no. Look it him sounds up like on, I need to know him. <laughs> yeah, look him up on YouTube. Because um, yeah. he, if there's somewhere you can put a pinhole camera, he puts it. Oh, brilliant! I love yeah. it. And he does a very instructive uh, YouTube <laughs> YouTube yeah. channel too. I have another question uh, for you, Sam. Sure. I'm looking at your. I'm on your webpage, uh, and there's a child running a drill piss. Are children making these solar cans? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We we employ child, yeah, child, child labor. labor. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, I've got a, a nine and a seven year old in the other room who, uh, who are playing away. Yeah, building. No. Yeah, they they really like to be involved. They've grown up. So at that age, yeah, that's I cool. spent the last five years in soda can has been all around them. And, yeah. And so uh, it, yeah, that's how it is. My kids are pinhole photography too. Like they know what it is. It's not something that's weird or foreign to them. You know what I mean? It's like normal. <laughs> Yeah, it's lovely. I do, do like it, and they learn a lot from it as well. Sam, as yeah. of um, as of this moment, you're I don't know how long. There's about 19 days still to go, I think. For the pup? Uh, yeah, 
You've uh, 356 people have backed mm-hmm. it, plus me in the plus last me. five minutes. Oh, oh thank you very um, much, Andrew. <laughs> but you didn't need me to go past, because I think you've gone past your... Yeah. Your, yeah what you wanted. Uh, well, it's been... Oh, thank you. There you are, Andrew. I've just refreshed my page here as well. Thank and thank you very much. Uh, uh, yeah, so... You should be paying us. I don't know why I'm paying you. <laughs> We'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's been. It was. It took four hours to reach our goal. Uh, wow! I have, wow! Uh, I, I don't. I, I feel like I have uh, my 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 videographer friend Chris to mm-hmm. thank for that because although me and Gemma, we uh, so Gemma is you know she is as solo can as I am. She works in the workshop yeah. all day long. Uh, works very hard at it. Her whole life is about Ooh. that. Uh, and she's taken on more responsibility as the day goes by. But uh, Chris, uh, who who I've worked with before, met him at university. Uh, He helped me put together that super cool Apple reveal video that is on the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's been very effective. I was really clear with what I wanted, and I think he's uh, put it across right and not uh, made it too complicated, made it super simple and made it really nice yes. and cool. So let me, a couple of questions before we wrap up. Um, this comes with nine small bits of paper, but then you can, so it just unscrews. I can see a, a, a knurled piece. I haven't even looked at the video. See how trusting I am backing this. What, so watch you want, the video, Andrew. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. So you can, but then you can replace the, you can just stick more bits of paper in, presumably. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. if you, so, you, your, your, your guys will know, so anyone who listens to your podcast will have photographic paper at home. Yeah, absolutely. You, you could cut but, it out with a... Yeah, so if you're on holiday, I'm just thinking ahead now of using it. Um, if you're on holiday and you, at the end of the day, you've had this, um, you know, placed somewhere to watch the world go by, take it up to your, up to your room, un- take, the, take the thing apart, you've got, you'll see some, something on there. Then if you've got the right sort of thing on your phone. The film lab app. Yeah, or a snap CD thing, yeah. whatever that is, you can photograph it and invert it and do and almost be putting up to Instagram daily, couldn't you? Yeah. That- Absolutely. I, I did that with Snapseed. So I use Snapseed yeah, and uh, yeah. there's there's a there's a curves uh, section and you just invert the curve uh, for right. your so so you get negative yeah. and yeah it's as simple as that. And I just I popped the uh the 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 ones that I'd done just back in the dark bag and mm. you know just so in case I wanted to do a scan later on and just pop another yeah. bit of photographic paper in. Uh, Fantastic! I love it. Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, a. Uh, oh, sorry, I, I wanted to give you a little uh, exciting little tidbit for your listeners uh, with regarding the paper that we've been doing at the moment. So the paper is very specific in size to the the puck. It has to be a very, very certain size to the millimeter, a bit too smaller and it could fall forward, a bit too large and it could crumple. So how have we got a perfect, for for tests, how have we got a perfect size? And you're going to love this, I think. I think you're going to love this. We used a laser cutter, Mm. right? Mm. So a laser cutter uses intense hot Mm. light. Mm, you you, You don't want to look at a laser. So... This will tell you something about the idea of solography. Uh, so even though we use a laser cutter, which is 50 watts of power, like powering through uh, 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 resin paper and making this delicious sweet shop smell, uh, <laughs> it still didn't ruin the photographic paper to a sense. And so all the tests you'll have seen 
uh, on the Kickstarter page, if you scroll down or anywhere else that we've posted it, you might notice that around the edge of the photographic paper is, is this this like delightful purple fringing around the edge. And that's just the, the remnants of where the laser cutter cut that paper. Uh, nice. But the future ones that we're doing, we're, do, we're tooling and, uh, and using the press in the dark shop with some three Punching frames. Right. Yeah, yeah to, to punch them out. But it's going to be so much harder than I imagined. We are well in excess of 15,000 need punching out now. Oh, uh, gosh. Of, yeah, so because so many have been ordered. Big nine goes with every single puck. Mm. of course and uh, mm. then there's lots of additional add-ons yep. on top of that and i back the five pack because i want to be able to give uh my kids have one it's good you know because you can set it outside if it rains it doesn't matter you know it's not a big deal just let it dry out and you know no that's an additional so, thing actually mm -hmm. so uh the the vessel that you see which has been obviously manufactured to have puck on it and solar can and and all the the additional bits as it stands uh if we take the pinhole away that would not be waterproof uh, because oh. it's not airtight so water would get into it but you will have seen in some of the images there's this sort of ring around the outside of it a rubber ring and yeah. that's uh, an additional thing that we've designed uh which has been which has taken the idea of live strong armbands you remember live strong yeah, uh, so yeah. Lance, lance armstrong's charity before he was whatever uh, yeah. so we 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 redesigned those to have a a, a lip in them uh, so they can be placed around the puck and mm. uh the puck will never be completely waterproof because it's got a pinhole there so there's always the chance of some ingress but it will be water resistant so it won't nice. be able to slide in through the uh where the screw cool. top uh, parts of it is. So that was a, an additional design thing that took at least a month of research and uh, planning. So, so does the solar cam as shipped with Kickstarter come with a live strong armband? Respect. <laughs> no, no it ah. can't. This, this is cool. Okay, so you'll get a feature first on this. I've not, this has been planned to be announced in a follow-up post on the Kickstarter, but right. the bands that go around them, uh, in keeping with the, uh, the the solar can classics, with the cable ties that we send out with them, the bands that go around them do have that lip on the inside, but on the other side, it's going to say, uh, science experiment, do not touch. That's so, cool. Brilliant. So I think that's a yeah. cool thing that you can wear on your well, wrist if, you, if you're not used to shooting your <laughs> I think it looks great. And I, I was um, ashamed to say not that aware of it I'd, I'd seen posts on it but i hadn't really looked at it so i'm so mm -hmm. glad i'm so glad um we got chatting and, yeah. thank uh, you very much you, you will love it i promise you no you i will i'm very it. excited I, I, and i think I, I think it looks great and yeah we, we, we you're well over time making sure yeah no it does look really good uh, you're 346 percent funded and how many days is it to go 20 may 22nd yeah yeah Whoa. 29 days to go so it's only been live <laughs> three and a half days uh mm -hmm. and oh good grief and <laughs> yeah it's only been shared with our own community uh, yeah so right. we, okay. but the, 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 this will keep Gemma employed so that's uh, <laughs> which yeah. is and you might be able to employ proper adults to make them instead of children <laughs> yeah, that's yeah children. Get, well <laughs> i'm not sure but maybe <laughs> if, if you'd like me to if you'd like to hire me to punch out around pieces of paper just let me know yeah sure thing he's always, okay he's yeah. A, yeah he could be your american puncher in you your go. heavy in your heavy duty pants that's right <laughs> i'm a hard hat you can be a proper american pucker <laughs> right 
uh, on that note, um, we'll go. Sam, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. It's been, um, I learned loads. And it was one, wonderful, to, wonderful to hear you, your yeah. story. Well, thank and, you. Uh, yeah. yeah. So good luck with the Kickstarter, but you're mm-hmm. already there, aren't you, really? Let everybody know where they can track you down, hmm. Sam. Yeah, give out your socials. Oh, uh, the Solar Can, C O L A R C A N for Norman. So not can, can, as in an aluminium can. So uh, the go. Solar Can, you'll find that on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, we're very, very uh, uh, prominent on Instagram and Twitter. We, we spend a lot of time. Uh, part of the whole thing is if you purchase the Solar Can, is we we always respond to all your messages and stuff and we're always there to help uh any time day or night so i think you'll find that anyone who's in the community will tell you that we've always been helpful so you're not just purchasing into the the camera you, you you're getting part of the you know the idea of being part of the community and having people to help you guide you along in your journey and wherever you yeah. wherever you're going to end up maybe um if andrew puts a post in the facebook group um you could make some recommendations for paper like do you use matte or do you like glossy or you know yeah you can use all sorts of different paper so i I suspect in the group that everyone would most people would have tried solography before uh yeah but it's it's trying to take the idea of it being a a ball lake or uh you know something you don't don't want to feel embarrassed about trying because you're not sure. completely sure how it works, even though it's so, so simple. So, so simple. Yeah. But yeah, always yeah. looking for recommendations and uh, cool. and tips and feedback and all that sort of thing as well. Nice. All right. Well, thanks. And if, you, if you haven't already shared into the Lensless Podcast Facebook group the link to the Kickstarter, please do so. Yeah. I, I haven't checked if you did or not. I think we may have spoken about it, but if not, just I do it. Not. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And sure. then uh, when w- the podcast will go live, um, I might just let Corey do it because he's quicker at it than me. Um, some later today, maybe. If, yeah. Uh, Corey yeah. gets his. Uh, yep. You can got time to do it for you. Go out with your kids, haven't you, Corey? Maybe. Yeah, I think I do. Okay, mate. Yeah, I've got. I've got to go off out now. Pokemon hunting. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah. All right. Thanks, See everybody. You guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Whoa. Hello? Whoa. Whoa. Everyone's loud. Hello. Is that working? Yeah. Am I too loud? No, you're okay. Okay. Have I got a delay on? No, you're okay as well. <laughs>